that I was just editing this morning and now I feel like I have to do this all over again, but <laughs> I am doing this all over again. Gotta um, love the world of YouTube. Oh, I know entirely. Okay. Um, what's everybody? Oh God. This is going to be a mini take edit. I can feel it. I am exhausted. My brain is not working, but this was the only day that we could film. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Amateurish. This is a chaotic podcast, and it's slightly amateur and not at all anyway professional, but we can always pretend. That's what it means to start out. Oh, my God. All right. I'm Pretending is good. Pretending is good. It's the fake it till you make it strategy. If you guys haven't been watching before, we have a guest today, and he is back. This is my friend Liam. He, too, is a content creator, and we are talking all things content creation and what it means to be a small content creator and what we plan to do with our lives and how we manage it now. So Liam, hi, how are you? I'm good. Just woke up from a nap and hair's a mess. So I put on this hat. Exactly. <laughs> fake it till you make it. Exactly. I don't think that's fake it till you make it so much more as like hide the insecurity kind of thing. Or hide the bad parts is the whole oh, yeah. reason why I edit. It's like if I didn't edit, you would see all the bad stuff of my my brain how, and how it does not work and how I and study like a madman. That's why I and that's why I stream so you can fully see all my fuck ups. Yeah, I try to stream more and let my stutter slip up a little bit. Like I'm changing my channel now to be more podcast style and a lot more like overlay edits of like. Uh, b-roll and that kind of stuff but trying to do more live streams and uh, being a lot less I'm trying to just edit less but also try and fix my diction so that I don't say uh um, and and all that kind of stuff a lot yeah that like my uh for my youtube videos for uh stuck in the dungeon my players have called me out so many times for being like all right just sings so many times. Like uh, Campbell was like, "All right, every time Liam says, "All right, take a shot," and I edited the video, counted dead. out. It was, it, oh, it was a lot. You probably would have finished the bottle, but oh, um, started off. The biggest thing that surprised me was you doing YouTube, because like throughout high school, all I talked about was YouTube. I've been watching YouTube and YouTubers since two thousand eight, but like I never expected to like see you on youtube and you, stuff like that until i saw like you post <laughs> no i didn't no like that was the biggest like a mind fuck because like i never expected it until i saw like a thing in your like instagram story like follow my first video or something youtube channel i'm like wait what <laughs> that's funny yeah for those of you guys who don't know and you are watching but you haven't watched a video before we talked about toxicity in episode two but um we give a little backstory into how Liam and I knew each other. I'm flashing around my highlighter. So if that's yellow that you see in the corners of my video screen, that's what this is. <laughs> um, I have a list of topics. That's why. Um, if you guys didn't watch originally, we uh, actually know each other from high school and we've been pretty long-term friends. Let's say about four or five years now. Decently. Like there's that. a, there, there was a few years gap where uh, I was pushed away. More in the last video. <laughs> yeah, there, there's more conversation about that in episode two, about how we both had shitty exes and how we just didn't get to be friends anymore because of that. So there's like on yeah, and off. Yeah. But I, I'm actually surprised. I mean, maybe that's because I'm in like this whole new phase of my life where I feel like I'm a t totally different person. So I feel like I've always been this kind of charismatic and able to speak and that kind of stuff, even though I'd still do have a like not designated speech impediment but a stutter and um i try to work on that a lot but i feel like this was always the route for me i just didn't know it so i'm kind of surprised that you I, say I, that but then again i was a different person no i yeah just like throughout high school for me like i was always like <laughs> i want to be a youtuber i want to be a youtuber <laughs> with no videos <laughs> no recording no anything just me being like i want to be a youtuber i watch all these youtube personalities and i love them and it would be perfect because it's me and I know everyone going into it. It's like, no, no, yeah, it is not, not the at fucking all. same. <laughs> I think that's oh, a big misconception is that like people think YouTube is easy. You just throw videos up and it's fucking hard as hell. 
Oh my God. Especially yeah, it's, now it's, compared it's, to like five, 10 years ago. It's like, it's a totally no, different game. It is. And how you do YouTube compared to me, like even for example, you have topics listed out and stuff like that. Like the most prepping I do is like, I would like prep a session for D and D, but like if I'm, Jesus, I have yeah, a, all right. No, so my what, goal though with that is because I want to get a hundred episodes um, that are decently well done that are more how to, and that kind of stuff, something that's very engaging and can really drive traffic. But it's like the goal is a hundred videos to monetization. Hopefully I get it before that end goal, but that's the main goal. And now I'm making a timeline for all of my things, but I'm an organized person. There's a difference. You have very chaotic yeah. energy, but that works for you. For me, I have to be like, yeah, I, I have to be goal driven. <laughs> Yeah, all I do is like, hey, do I want to stream today? Yeah, what kind of video? Yeah. Or what game do I want to stream? Eh, this one yeah. seems good. Live, and I just yell fuck a lot. <laughs> but that's like, also um, specific to your niche. Like, I'm trying to get into, like, very, a different kind of niche. And especially where I was to where I'm going is entirely different. Yeah. Oh, the funny thing is, like, my streams have picked up lately because, like, I've been, like, a lot more people have been watching me and stuff like that. And I turned on sound alerts <laughs> on my streams, which was the biggest but yet funniest mistake because I have no clue what sounds they're going to pick. And I have a lot of, like, loud, in-your-face sounds. There's one of them that they always give me. It's a like, gunshot. So, like, I'm here playing the game, just, like, Never. focusing. Then a fucking gunshot rings out. You see me, like, throw my headphones down and be like, fuck. I could never. Oh, my God. But it, I'm, I'm slowly getting to the road for affiliate. I'm finally getting the average, like, viewers and stuff like that. It's been fun. It's, but, the like, I've been streaming for, like, half a year. Like, not consistently, but, like, on and off. That, that yeah. That's the thing, me compared to you. Like, I don't really do if I don't feel like it. Well, I mean, to be fair, I started it almost exactly a year ago. It'll be September something when it'll be exactly a year of my channel. And, well, technically it's like August 29th, but I threw up a book trailer. So, like, I didn't count that. I made my first actual video in, like, September. And it was for, like, the beginning of, like, Preptober mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff for, you know, my writing channel. And I've only been seriously at it for, like, maybe seven months. So I'm happy with the pro. I always forget that though. I'm so fucking driven <laughs> that I forget that it's only been seven months and not seven years. And it's kind of a hard thing for me to like let go is I'm so fucking passionate about it. And for me, I really want to make it a career. So I have the options to do the things that I love. And more importantly, to like have the financial freedom to like live the life that I want to lead. And then on top of that, be able to help people. I mean, you can't really help a whole lot of people without having a little bit of financial backing and that's just you know me personally but like it's funny you say that you wanted to do this in high school because i'd fucking never heard about it i knew everyone was into youtube but didn't really know how they were going to be creators and that kind of stuff and everyone fucking wanted to be a gamer but i didn't know because you never talked about it yeah. as a thing but i'm curious now if that's something you wanted to do now or then both as a hobby or a job uh break like I've, I've always wanted to do it because like, I've always thought myself being entertaining and stuff like that. But you like, I, I, I'm somewhat entertaining sometimes. Um, like now I mostly would do it as a hobby. So I highly doubt I'll get like to the point where I can fully live off it. Maybe. I don't know. But like, it, it, it's always like a hobby for me because I like making the videos. I like putting out entertaining stuff. Uh, like the only YouTube channel I have right now is uh, the D and D one because I'm currently like trying to get enough clips for uh, like my own personal channel that are from my stream and stuff like that. I mean, I think it works though. Like even if you just say stuck in a dungeon is your main channel because it's got that, you know, kind of, it's got that energy that's like it could be a brand, but it could also be a um, what's it called? Um, like a personal tag. And it kind of works for that gaming niche anyway, because it's not like your name. And a lot of the gamers nowadays that mm -hmm. are bigger, like fucking Skeletor 696 or some shit. And you're like, oh, well, now they have six million followers <laughs> and they're like, you have the dumbest names. Yeah. 
I mean, my name is just Rugby Duff. That's it. <laughs> I know, but that makes sense for you. And then, like, at the same time, I'm like, well, almost, I almost feel like you should put up a poll on, like, your Instagram or something and see what would be better for you for a gaming channel. Like, if you were to take it seriously, not that you're not now, but, like, if you got a poll mm -hmm. of, like, who's actually listening and watching and be like, all right, what do you like better for my gaming channel and becoming a YouTuber? Rugby Duffy or, um, or Rugby Duff and, or you know, stuck in a dungeon. And I know that's your D and D channel right now, but it could be that it works for both. Yeah. And it might, it might be the only thing I could see with me doing that is like every, like what my plan for stuck in a dungeon is I'm going to be the DM no matter what. And I can just bring in different people and shit like that. Sort of like yeah. there, there's this YouTube channel dimension 20. Like the main guy is Brendan Lee Mulligan. And he is a fantastic DM. Like, I just love the energy, all the voices and stuff he does. Plus, his stories are always so interesting. He was, like, one of the, like, him and um, uh, Murph, who is a DM for non, not another D&D podcast. Those, those are the two people that, like, I really watched and got me into D&D. &D. And the funny thing is they play together all the time. <laughs> no, that makes sense. You know what I think would be really cool for you? And this is totally off topic, <laughs> by the way, but um, would be like developing a Patreon for you and then being like, all right, the next five patrons for the month can be in your one shots for that month or something. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be an interesting, that'd be, yeah. I've been, I have to get videos out first because it's been like a month and I well, have yeah, I mean, cut that, the that's video down. Tomorrow. It's something you can do in like a couple months from now when you thought about it, planned it, done a little bit of research, that kind of stuff. Yeah, me and the group been talking about like a few things for Patreon. Just like if we do get that popular where we would get one, that we can uh, have like some stuff we can throw in it. Like some bonus content, some like dumb behind the scenes, cut yeah. clips and stuff like that. Yeah, there's I mean, a lot I'm of cut clips of us. Just... Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like yeah. the dumb stuff me and we say, mostly just me and Campbell just pinging off of each other. I'm not surprised. Which, yeah. The funny thing is, like, who sort of got me into streaming was Campbell. Like, the well, he's had history, a channel for a while, the, right? Yeah, sort of, but we've known each other for like six years, and we met through iFunny, that app. We both ran Minecraft <laughs> iFunny accounts. God, I remember that app. Yeah, we, we ran Minecraft iFunny accounts, and like we sort of knew each other. Then he was streaming. I popped in there, was talking to him. Then somehow we became fucking friends, and now we like hang out, stream all the time. That's kind of the best, though. Yeah, he was the first one to pop affiliate. Um, out of the group, it was him, then Pizza, then Stin, and part of the Good Boys, and I'm still down here without affiliate. Well, did you ever figure out what they were doing right, and you were? I don't want to say doing wrong, but we're doing wrong. <laughs> they were more consistent. Just like okay. the problem with the problem with me is I can't really stream. My internet's not good because everyone is on it. So that's why, like, if I move out, I feel like I'll be a lot better. But they were more consistent. Um, Campbell definitely went with algorithms. He the, he, the Twitch algorithm definitely helped him because he was playing games that a lot of people are watching. He was being interactive with his chat that led him to grow and stuff like that. Yeah. Like well, he would have. You know that at least. Yeah, he'd have a Minecraft world and whoever was watching would ask to join. He'd like, give me a follow and you can join. I mean, smart. Oh yeah, stonks move right there. Stonks move, <laughs> big stonks. Big stonks. Well, then I'm curious now if like this is something because I didn't know you wanted to do this in high school, but we never also talked about this kind of stuff because this wasn't on my mind either. It was more yeah. or less like you I, know memes and digging around at the lunch table. But yeah, I've been watching YouTube since 2008. I don't know when I started watching YouTube. I think it was mostly for like music videos and stuff from like when I was a kid that I really enjoyed stuff like Haley Williams or something. I started with this YouTuber still prevalent nowadays named Uber Hacks or Nova. 
he was oh <laughs> he was what got me into YouTube. I think I was watching like a Minecraft video from him. I think it was um Tri Mountain Survival, possibly. I forget what it was, but I f- I don't know how I found him, but I found him, and then that led into me finding the creatures, Yogg's Cast, Rooster Teeth, like it just snowballed and like this whole YouTube thing. Oh my god! See, now I'm curious because I can't remember what his name was. The first YouTuber I ever followed, I can picture him perfectly. He is an emo fuck. <laughs> But he was so entertaining to listen to, and he was just so silly and dumb. No, it was someone else. Um, I'm trying to think emo YouTubers. There's Onision, possibly Shane Dawson. No, well, this was like the Shane Dawson era, but it was... Oh, my God. He was so popular back in the day. What is his name? It's like Pez something, maybe? It wasn't PewDiePie, but it like has that old uh, vibes. It's gonna bother the fuck out of me. Yeah, though. I I, rem- I remember old PewDiePie so well, like back to the fucking amnesia days and shit like that. What was this fucking channel? I'm so sad that I unsubscribed now. Cause I like I recently just got back into the uh, what's it called? Onto my other channel, my old, old one, and now I can't remember what the hell his name was. Yeah. I, funny, th- like a lot of the YouTubers that I used to watch now became streamers, which is like a weird thing from seeing like edited videos to seeing them live. Oh, wait, maybe I found it. Yes. What is his name? (laughs) His name is Destry Smith. This was like the first YouTuber I was like genuinely following for like the longest. I've never heard of him. Oh my God. It was just, he he did a bunch of skits and then he started doing music. (laughs) I can't. Some of his stuff's really funny, but really old and very cringy. What's his oldest stuff? I don't know. Speaking of skits, you remember remember Smosh? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Smosh back in the days. I can't believe that. that, Like, it's almost weird to think that they're gone. (laughs) Really, on this move, Anthony left to do his own thing. I've only just found Anthony Padilla, and I didn't know who he was or that he was on Smosh, let alone that he was the fucking. Two dudes in a hot tub because they're not gay, Viner. And I've only just recently found him, and I had no yeah. idea who the hell he was. And then I like found out that he has so many layers that I was like, oh, I've seen you before. <laughs> and the only reason I know who he is is because he's dating another YouTuber I follow, the uh, Glam and Gore chick, um, Mikey. So like, I like her, but I had no idea who the hell he was. Oh, yeah, that's, her, sudden, that's, like, oh, that's my sister followed. Mm. She's so funny, so pretty. I love her. Yeah, I uh, like I come. I come to my sister's. I come to my sister's room one time. She's just watching YouTube videos. I'm like, hold up, you watch YouTube? She's like, yes. Like, I don't know, a person that doesn't now. She's like, like Anthony Padillas, whatever the glamour gore thing, huh? Mm, we're cutting out. There we go. I hate my Wi-Fi. <laughs> I might just leave in the glitches at this point. It might be funny. Yeah. It's always like problems when it comes to me. I always think it's but, me and um, I feel bad. And then I realize it's never fucking my Wi-Fi because I have one router and one person here. It's just me. <laughs> it's never me. Oh, I have a full, I have a full family here. Yeah. Who never leave. Um, but like, it's weird to think like nowadays, like how prevalent YouTubers are. 
Well, I mean, it's the number two search engine in the world, YouTube. So, I mean, it's a huge thing. And it's basically like working for like a subsidiary of Google. You just get to be very creative. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And it's also like a high risk, high reward thing in my, like in my mindset, because like you can, you can be like top subscriber and stuff like that. But if you don't keep up with the content or like people just don't like you, you lose all the views and stuff like that. It all comes crashing down. Well, I mean, and that's a big thing of kind of what I want to segue into later, but I have other questions is like cancel culture and that kind of crap. But um, a lot of that has to do with what you're talking about. Cause if you're just making like personal stuff, it's pretty easy to keep up with, but no one's going to care at first until you like randomly just go viral. But then if you have a niche subject and you're not, keeping up with that content and being clickable, if you're bingeable, then it's different. But if you're just making like random ass how-tos, then you'll forever be relevant because it's a search engine and that's what people are looking for. But those are the ones that don't make big channels. They make big videos and they go viral. Yeah. It like for the gaming market, it's like you've seen a lot more videos get popular of just like groups doing dumb things with, I wouldn't say heavily edited videos, but weirdly edited videos. Like you see a lot of a lot of rolling texts and that kind of crap. Yeah, that's fun faces. That's hard to like edit because that's like me and Campbell have been playing Call of Duty, so I've been trying to save enough clips to do like shit like that. Yeah, but I mean, if you just start with the highlights, even if you're not editing over, you're just clipping them together. I think you'd still probably get some clickable content. The hard part is when you start out as thumbnails because you have to develop a style that's different and not be like too plagiarizing. And even though it's not really like super plagiaristic, but you can still do it at the same time. But like you have to find your own thing. And like it's so hard to not only niche down, but also to stand out at the same time. Yeah, it's like you have to go with all these other people to be relevant. But at the same time, find your own market. Like. That that that's also the hardest thing with streaming because you're live. There's so many people who yeah. are also streaming at the same time. You have to like put yourself other than that. Like I've had a few like followers come in and be like, I came in, I saw your beard, had to see if your personality matched it. I'm like, fair enough. Hope it does. Hope you subscribe. Like that's all you can do is just hope that some people like you for you. And the more I think, I think the big thing that I find is that the more you make selfish content, the harder it is for you to grow. But when you start making, especially like YouTube and Mm -hmm. when you make stuff for like other people or you just make stuff that's very like, not so much personal, but very open-ended and you can be engaging and being very authentic. It's much easier for you to grow because people care to see, um people not like automated safety videos and roll calls like it's not it's just it's a whole different vibe yeah you have to be like personable and stuff like that yeah and that's hard for me not that hard for me oh, of <laughs> course not. you live like shit. that constantly i've only started living as me unapologetically for the last like year year and a half honestly youtube has helped that like being more like yeah, in the it, face it, of people it, has like completely changed me oh yeah like my if you watch like my first uh few clips where like it was my first time streaming it's just so bad because like i had no clue what i was doing like i had to get used to like if i'm by myself just saying what is whatever is on my head like yeah. so i'm not i just sitting here in silence all the time i just like that's like get over is like don't sit in silence say something if someone's there and they see something they might like talk or if they just want to sit back and lurk and stuff like that yeah solo streaming is fucking hard I mean I I go just <laughs> huh I didn't say anything oh it's lagging then <laughs> yeah, Wi-Fi is cutting Yes, the cutty Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi go chop chop. I'm weird. I'm sorry. The shit, <laughs> fucking shitternet. 
Fucking shit. Sure. <laughs> Please make merch with that on it. Just like black t-shirt, white font, hashtag shitternet. Possibly. I don't know if you buy the rugby hub stuff. Like that's my most popular stuff. I'm not surprised. It's funny and it's tailored to your brand. That's the kind of stuff you should be making without being, you know, too plagiarizing and people can sue you for that. Yeah. But I think Pornhub but, doesn't care. So <laughs> I'm trying to think. No, they don't. Plus, like, it's not like yeah. it's under fair. This one is their logo. Um, of it. It's like a Dollar Tree version. Dollar Tree version. You cut out a little bit. You said it was under fair use. I I don't think it's un, I don't know if it's under fair use, but it's more of it's not the same. Like it's not the same logo, yeah. so I think it's fine. I think the big thing the is like color if you can make something more than fifty percent different, then it's not liable for uh, a lawsuit. But it's always contendable in court. Like I mean, if someone really wants to go to court, they'll go to court. But I think Pornhub has too much of an industry to care about one small streamer <laughs> to make merch that's similar to their fucking logo. In the case of rugby, uh, rugby, <laughs> rugby duff versus Pornhub, <laughs> what a court settlement! Oh my god, I can see the headlines now. Rugby duff versus Pornhub. Let's see who gets fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. But um, I'm curious, though, since, like, I'm trying to trail back a bit because I, like, we got on a tangent a bit, is whether or not you classify yourself with a label in regards to what you're doing. Because you said it was a hobby instead of a career, and I'm trying to make it a career instead of a hobby, but that's interesting. Because, like, I feel like if I don't give myself that label, and I kind of hate labels to begin with, is if I don't give myself the label of like content creator, author, that kind of stuff, I won't push myself to strive to that label and what stands behind it. So, I mean, technically it's true. I make content. I am an author. It's like those little things of like nuances that I don't care about. It's for everyone else to be like, oh, they're a content yeah. creator. Let's follow. You know, it's like to convince everyone else instead of me. Yeah, I, I, I see it as a hobby because, like, it's more I like talking to people. So I like being like interacting with my chat and stuff like that. I'm more in it to, like, just talk to people, hang out, play video games. And, like, if I get popular enough where some people somehow like me and keep following me on Twitch... Would you quit your job then if he blew up? Uh, repeat that lag. I said, would you quit your job if you uh, blew up? I don't know, honestly. I'd, I'd have to like really like be convinced that it, it might now. Where, like, I have a many hours I work and stuff like that, where, like, it really have to be, like, a good deal where, like, I'd be making more money, having, like, opportunities and shit like that if I ever would, like, yeah. pursue it full time. I think for me, it's like I strive for it, but I'm not worried about the high risk of YouTube per se, because I always have the next thing on my books. And it's more like if YouTube tanks for some reason, which it, the projections say it won't for a while, um, then I always have something else in the bag. So even though it's like a high risk, high reward thing, it's yeah, like you also have like different hard. social media you can. Yeah, you also like have a lot of different social media you can fall back on. Like you're big on Instagram and stuff like that too. I mean, I try to be big on Instagram. I mean, if it was a huge thing, 
I, I think Instagram would be something I'd have to learn more about, but I mean, I'm always, if YouTube were ever to tank and go completely obsolete, I'm pretty sure I would just build my own website and upload all of my old content to a website for myself. Just invest in that. Yeah, that's what a lot of people do. Like, to get big enough, they have their own website and stuff like that. Yeah. I tried building so many fucking websites for myself that I'm just like, I, I, I'm just going to pay someone. Someone who's better at it than me in a while. I've got time. I hate my Wi-Fi. <laughs> You are lagging out so bad. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> I know it's me. I am well aware it is me. <laughs> Let's see if... Because, like, how it is, like, they threw the router in the main hub, like, the main uh, living room. Yikes. Which I'm the one that uses it mostly. So, my last apartment, I had it directly wired, like, to our room. This one, they didn't want to do it. They're like... Here's a wireless pod that we can yeah. throw in your room. <laughs> Why don't you just buy a cheap router for yourself then? I'm, I'm honestly going to talk to mom and be like, look, I need my own personal fucking gate Xfinity gateway that I can throw in my room. Yeah. Do your parents support you? Or do you does anyone really like will be on it? So I have. Repeat that. We both lagged at the same time. I literally noticed it as soon as I started talking. <laughs> I said, "These does um, does your family and or friends support you and what you're doing with your content creation?" May or may not have lost you again. I love the Wi-Fi. I just take a sip of my water then. Oh, and we lost them. We'll get them back. Not too worry. Anyone else have smiles stuck in their head? Because I do. And it is freaking catchy. It's cute. It has old Katy Perry vibes. If you haven't seen it already, go check it out. This is not a advertised plug, but it is a good one. I don't know why it's stuck in my head, but it is. I'm going to get a copyright claim just because I said that. I'm back, maybe. Better. Much better. Way better. There's no glitching pixels. I can actually hear you. For now. See you. For now, For yes, now. of course. It's like a five-minute timer, but oh well. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I don't know if you heard me. No, I did not repeat that. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I was wondering whether or not your parents and or friends are supporting you in this endeavor of a content creator. Uh, my friends are a lot of my friends online are tuned in my streams watching and stuff like that a lot of my friends here buy my merch and stuff like that my parents now more than they used to like i grew up with like i've been playing video games all my life i've, I've always loved it it's always been fun i grew up playing crash bandicoot spyro shit like that and they hated video games there's been multiple times they're like it's a waste of your time waste your money you're it is stupid. It's rotting your brain. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, I don't. I like it. It's something I like. And like they. And then like when I want to be a YouTuber, they're always like, that's stupid. Blah blah blah. And then my mom, one of the math teachers, was talking about like the average earning of a YouTuber, which isn't a thing because it's all different depending on different things. But the person yeah. came out with a lot of money, and she was like, we should have supported you being a YouTuber. I'm like, fucking see, like I'm streaming now yeah. that I'm able to. But, like, when I talk about stuff, like, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just, like. But yeah, they, they've. 
I mostly get the most supportive texts uh, when I'm streaming at late hours of the day between 11 p.m. and 3 a.m. of shut the fuck up, you're being too loud. Those supportive <laughs> texts, mostly for my sister. Yeah, I mean, I or can understand. Why the that. fuck are you yelling? It's like, why the fuck are you yelling dick at 3 in the morning? Like, <laughs> content. That's it's why. The content. I love that anything is now justified for the content. That's it. Anything now is justified oh. by content. Yeah. I mean, like, they, they've mostly just been, I tell them I'm streaming, and they're mostly like, oh, okay, and stuff like that. Yeah. And the Wi-Fi trouble begins again. Bonk. <laughs> oh, I love Wi-Fi problems. I also love being alone and having my own Wi-Fi problems of nil. Hardly none. We can just blame Tillman. Where is he? Tillman! Where did it go? Tillman the tech gremlin, everyone. If you don't know who he is, he's an adorable little gremlin that is on my Instagram if you'd like to go check him out. Um, yeah. He's cute and he messes everything up, so we blame Tillman. I needed a scapegoat. We created one. That is Tillman. Blame Tillman. Yep. He doesn't actually look like that. That's concept art done by my sister. But, yeah. We're just yammering on till Liam gets back. Or whatever else we could do to fill the time, right? Excuse me, what I love that double chin action. Did you? This is how you know I've gotten confident. I film and show my double chin. I feel so oily, guys. <laughs> Maybe I'll go make a hot chocolate while we're waiting. <laughs> ah. My biggest setback to streaming and YouTube is my Wi-Fi. Yeah, you need a router, my guy. I just text him, like, can I buy an Xfinity router for my room? Like, it will go right by my Echo. They'll be the best friends ever. They'll love each <laughs> other so much. I mean, it's your money. The only yeah. difference is the electricity bill. Mom's like, it doesn't work that way. Yes, it does. It does. Especially if you plug up directly. Yes. It does. <laughs> but I digress. And for how much longer this is going, um, did you get uh, what, what topics are you on? What topics do you want to get to? Um, well, we talked about support. Um, my family's pretty much the same as yours. I don't get much support in this because they don't think it's an actual sustainable career. Neither does they don't think that about my also direct deposited job that I have now, but because it's not a nine to five. Whatever. I digress in that part. Um yeah. 
I too pretty much only get support from like my friends and my sister. So yeah, I, I mean that's all things. that's all that matters. Like I to me, all that matters is my own support. I just like feedback and to know yeah. that someone cares. But if, I get enough of that from the random people that actually watch my content. So it's fine I've with me. A, I've had a lot of my friends like give me tips and <laughs> killed again. <laughs> Every time this happens, I'm going to edit over with a little like sound, like one of those like cut things that they used to do on old TV shows. Yeah. Or just put the bonk sound right over my head. <laughs> bonk. The hammer and everything. Yeah. Just bonk. <laughs> yeah. If I can figure out how to do that, I might. Um, let's see. I mean, the other ones are like small things of like maybe for uh, the people that are watching more so than me. Um, like what are... With the continuation, even though it's a hobby, what are your goals? Do you what do you determine for success now or in the future? And how do you schedule yourself and your content? Um, I don't schedule myself or my content. <laughs> we both know how chaotically and unscheduled I am. Um, my goals is for one to make affiliate, so I finally have like, not that I I care about the money. It's nice to get affiliate because. It opens up a whole bunch of new pathways and stuff like that. Um, so I mostly just want to get affiliate. So I'm not the only one that isn't affiliate out of my friend group. Yeah. So what do you think? But, that um, you think that would determine your success then is making affiliate or hmm. do you have other like success goals? Um, I wouldn't say it determines my success. It's more like, I I don't really see like, like I think I'm successful that I'm streaming for one just not many people yeah despite going on Twitch and seeing them um just like building a community having people come back to me that want to watch uh me live and like talk and interact like I've had a few, I've had a few people that came back and they're like, "Oh, you probably won't remember me." And they show up in another stream, and be like, "Like they talk about, like, hey, dude, what's good? I've been." <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah, it's always like the little stuff that I care about, just like talking to people. I'm, I'm, for some reason, I can remember people online better than I can in, uh, like my real life. Yeah, like there's this one. My first follower was a guy named D Freshy, and like he pops in my stream a f rarely, and I still remember him. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's like that, but they're also typically memorable, catchy names instead of just like, Hi, I'm Jerry. Hi, I'm uh, Bill from accounting. Yeah, pretty much. My name is Toby yeah. Flenderson, I work in HR. <laughs> no one likes me. Um. Yeah, I only Toby's have like three more topics. Uh, though. Strangler. Yeah, he and is. So, uh, he my, <laughs> I mean, you got a few more topics until what I have planned that you have no clue about. Uh yeah, I'm worried about that. Apparently, he has a lot to uh, do, guys. I don't know what all he's planned. Apparently, I have a package. That's all I know. I have yet to open it. But apparently I was made to open this yep. on in person. So um, so I have like three more topics. One is what do you think the pros and cons to doing this are in between a hobby and a career, whether it be for you and other people. And just this quick little discussion about like cancel and verification culture. And then we can move on to like the package and whatever you've got planned. <laughs> I'm so worried. This is why we put it off. She's so end, worried. I have no idea. Because hey. you're crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Look, look at these. Uh, 
to say is shower boobs, and it's an inside joke that the rest <laughs> of people don't get. They're gonna want to know. I'll put a whole fucking story shower on. Titties. I don't care. Shower titties. That's all I need to know. That shows me you're crazy, and you bring it up, <laughs> and then I have to bring it up because it's now a fucking memorable thing. But oh you were God. getting those shower tits eventually. No. Don't worry about it. Yes. Uh, don't want them. They're gonna get thrown out. No, you're not. No, you're not. Pros and cons. I wanted to have fun, <laughs> make a quick little stupid list of like what you think the pros and cons to doing this are, either now or what you wanted your goals to be and where you think you'd be at that point, the pros and cons to it. Pros is, um, well, for me personally, is building a community, like getting people to like, watch your stuff, enjoy your content, interact with your streams. Um, just like meeting people because I've, I've known like a lot of streamers met, like met each other through streaming, like wanting collab and stuff like that, or somehow streaming at the same time, just bullshitting and like, end up, up like hanging, liking each other, vibing with each other. Um, cons it takes a lot more time than you would think and you yeah. have to really know your way with computers because i fucked up the settings so many times on my streaming thing that i i was having terrible bit rates and like lagging laggy streams stuff like that setting up my obs with like overlays and such where you have to like find photos those make sure they're transparent the overlay and stuff like that finding funny sounds and gifts whenever anyone follows and stuff it's like a lot more that you'd have to think of yeah but the good thing is you've perfected but it to it, the point might, that you have a personal brand somewhat kind of somewhat brand i i got t-shirts i that i I, yeah. I sell t-shirts <laughs> it's in my merch store much to a link below. I also, this, new, this new, new merch is made by uh, the Bailey herself. I added that to my Instagram too. You can check out the originals and the edited version. And there's a link, I believe, as well in your bio. But I have that backlink to on the post in my Instagram, which I will throw up here now. But in the edits, yeah. <laughs> not now. Cause I can't it was good. And then me loving Photoshop. I, I had to put my, my own. Oh, I know. I was like, I noticed it at first. Like, like he fucked with it. I asked him if he wanted a background. He said teal. And then I'm like, Oh shit. It kind of looks good. <laughs> I was done being pissed. I, wa I wanted, I wanted just one background because I was already going to like cut it. Cause I yeah. wasn't going to have like a bold, like square color. That's why I just want to, yeah. that's why I wanted teal. Cause it's easiest to cut out. I knew it didn't like clash with any of the other like things so see, yeah I but if you had told me that like on. i figured you were gonna get some with like the color matching shirt so that it would be like a teal tank top and that's why i did the teal background but if you had just told me you were gonna cut it out i would have done it in like a bright ass green or blue so you can automatic have the retrieval tool get rid of it oh it's fine i with photoshop if it's the same color magic eraser gone yeah um But uh, what else? Where are we? We we did pros and cons. Oh, cancel culture. Yeah, yeah that's Fuck that's that more shit. of a topic. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I had three questions, and I figured they were going to be pretty pretty rapid fire anyway. And this is probably going to be a much shorter episode than last one because last week's episode, when this is going out, not today, <laughs> the one that I put out today, mm -hmm. is fucking two hours long, and I was just like, oh my god, it like it was so much content, but it would like never end. But I was having so much fun at the same time, so like it was just. A you mess. were talking with your hubby. We gotta learn. We gotta grow. It's fine. It's okay. We love that. We love a person growing. It's fine. <laughs> but um, so when they grow too much and like grow through the ceiling, and they're just oh, yeah. gone. That's stuck. fine. It's when they change and become different people because they have money now is when it's awful, and they're unauthentic. So what I do? What I do? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you do? That you're not unauthentic. You're entirely authentic, which is why it's funny and why your content works. 
I'm just going to get famous for saying fuck a lot. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first person. That's a, that's a, yeah. But that's um, why Henry Campbell is pretty popular now because he says it like 1800 times through the Witcher in season one. And he's just like, fuck. Yeah. Dude, I love the Witcher. Like oh I played so the good. games and then watched that. So Layton's playing the games right now at home, and I'm like, he's making me want to play it. And then he's like, you should play it. And I'm like, I don't game. I'm bad at gaming, play it, but play it. the Witcher, it's so good. Play it and stream it, Bailey. No, I'm not a gaming channel. Okay, and what's the point? Oh, dude. A gamer that doesn't like a non-gamer playing a game. It's entertaining watching you struggle. How about that? You can be like guest streaming. You figure okay. out a way to do that. I'll, I'll come play guest streaming. Okay, I I will figure out a way. I will take off work. That maybe come stay with you and go stream for mm -hmm. a weekend for your channel. Oh, I was going to kidnap you. I I was going to kidnap you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. I, like it. It's Hannah, not me, because I'm all in. Yeah, like it, but I will have to bring Rope to the kidnappings official. Why does this remind me of high school? We've had so many of these kind of conversations. We are not people that traffic other people. We are just dumb people who say this stuff. Just to clarify, we do not kidnap people. Liam might. I'm not. I'm going to throw him under the bus. I don't kidnap people. I just kidnap Bailey. That's it. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah, that's all, I don't that's think we okay. can say that kind of stuff now. So speaking about kidnapping and cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> now we're canceled. It's great. See, this is our segue. We just got canceled. It's fine. Both of our channels. Done. No, Done. I had three questions in regards to cancel and verification culture. And for those of you who don't know, you're living under a rock. But <laughs> anyone that isn't paying attention or living under a rock, cancel culture is... This very toxic mentality of people dredging up old, uh, dumb stuff that was socially acceptable somewhat back in the old days that was comedic and now is socially faux pas or taboo. And it's making people seem like they're bad people. And in other regards, it's actually putting people to justice. So it's really on a case-by-case -case basis. Verification culture, on the other hand, is more about... Um, the opposite, pretty much, almost entirely, it's unrelated. It's the blue check mark. Yeah, it's that blue check mark. It's saying that you're official. It's like you have to have qualifications. And it's a lot surrounded by the education system and being that you have to have a degree to be able to speak on it or have experience. And like in reality, no, you don't. But um, the three questions I had in regards to those two topics for you was. One, do you care? Two, how do you feel about it? And three, are you scared for it? Um, do I care? Depends. Like the the one I re like, if it's just someone bringing up an edgy thing from the past, like the James Gunn scenario. No, fuck that. Like it's some dumb shit you say in the past. Like if you already apologize for it, on for it. Like it's also. It, it should be fine. But the biggest thing I see in the cancel culture is like the stand up comedian, like all like stand up comedians and shit like that, that always getting canceled for jokes and jokes are meant to push the envelope and that, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. I mean, I think a lot of comedy is going to die now because everyone gets so fucking butthurt over jokes. And like some of them are like, yes, when you say it out loud, you're like, oh, maybe that was kind of homophobic racist ageist whatever sexist whatever you want to call it um and it does bring a, to light a lot of social issues but at the same time it's killing a lot of comedy and like people are so yeah, scared to brings, do shit now. It it's to either like, people are scared or they're like completely unapologetic about it and they seem like an asshole because people are making them seem that way Personally, I would rather be the asshole. So, and then five years from now, when they realize, oh, it wasn't that bad, they'll be like, oh, well, they weren't that bad. Yeah. Uh, Bill Burr, I think is his name, is one of my favorite comedians and doesn't give a flying fuck what he says. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Bailey lives know. in Yeeville. Pretty much. Fuck. 
It's ridiculous. Small dick energy everywhere. And am I worried about being canceled? No, Hmm. I'm not. Yeah, I feel like people say that all the time. I'm not going like. I mean, the all publicity is good. Publicity is what I hear, but. I mean, it's. I think it's one thing for people to be like Shane Dawson vibes, where they've been having a repeat pattern of like negative and toxic and very fucked up behaviors, and then there's people that are like Jenna Marbles, on the other hand, who I'm very upset about that she can't come back emotionally because people are fucking bullying her out of it. I'm like, that takes a different kind of person to sub like go above that, but she's had such a name for so long, and she's getting bullied out of things that were okay ten years ago. And now she's like, yeah, so over whether or not she's gonna say the wrong thing now because people are fucking manhunting her, and it's awful. Yeah, I'm not fucking worried. I mean, look at Shane Dawson. Like, I don't fucking care. Bailey, let me be honest. Of both of us to say stuff that would get us canceled, it'd be me before you. For sure, I'm pretty. I tend to edit the stuff that I think are kind of eh, maybe bad. Most of it's just out of insecurity. I don't really care about fucking cursing on my channel to lower monetization rates. I just want to get fucking paid for this shit eventually. That's the goal. Anything above or below that is just kind of like, ah, whatever. People are always going to hate. There's always going to be haters. There's always going to be people that are jealous. And there's always going to be people that just don't like what you say. So I'm not fucking worried about that, people. That's not the content and that's not the people I make content for. It's the people that are like me, mm-hmm. or the people that I try to reach out to that I make content for. Those are the people that are watching this now that I'm like, okay, you're supporting me for me. I don't care about the other jackass that's writing in the comments like, oh, you should go fucking kill yourself because you said the F word 16 times in your podcast. Go fuck yourself, okay? I don't give a fuck. We'll say it 15 more times. Fuck, fuck, buddy, fuck, okay? I don't give a shit. You are the people that are like scum on the internet. And I'm going to get this like cut out sometime when I'm like, Mega, and they're gonna be like, Oh, they said this back in what is it, 2020? Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, so since we rattled off those fast, Bailey, go <sighs> grab the package. It's literally behind my computer. Okay, while you do that, I'm gonna do a little posty post. So open that up and then the link. I don't know why you should be worried. It's like a nice little thing. We got a package. Yeah, package. Package. Duh, package. Package arrived. Secured. Bread secured. Bread, bread attained? Is that the thing? Yeah, bread attained. I thought that's regrets to money. Bubble wrap! I am that person that's going to play with the bubble wrap more than anything else. Oh, I, I already know. It's a metal container. Oh, is this yes. D&D oh. dice? Yeah, you said you've oh, always wanted to play. You said you've always wanted to play D&D, so now click that link. I do. Okay. I love this. Thank you. See, this is why Liam comes in clutch. Yeah. Pull up this link here. I'll even screen share it. I, I'm going to be a little honest. I, um, I was sneaky with this. Because hopefully it pops up. Yeah. It's got to get a minute because when it's streaming. They're so pretty and purple. Yeah, I asked you what your favorite oh, color was. Metal, what the fuck? Yeah, They're they so extra heavy. click clacks. <gasps> I love these. <laughs> these are so cool. Thank you. Takes forever. Oh, oh shit. All hopefully, right. Hopefully that works. So remember when I was asking you about a character I want to add to my campaign? Yes. Look at the name. Helen Chloe Malkovich. Oh, is that the one I wrote? Yeah, that 
the one you wrote. That's why I asked you about this. So with uh, that and you having your dice. Are we going to play? Dude, I don't want to be stuck. Let me out. You want to watch the bonus EP that we were just talking about? There will be a bonus EP attached to this after this episode comes out. It's all about how I'm playing my first D&D &D experience. I am so excited. We're going to jump into it. Click the next episode.